There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to the Star Power Podcast on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss Stargirl on the CW channel. I'm Steve. I'm Cosmic Staff Dave. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And today we'll be discussing episode nine of season two of Stargirl. Well, that was an uh, episode, I will have to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> initial reactions, Dave? Well, I liked it. Gave it four out of five. Oh, not that we're rating, but if we were. <laughs> I gave it four out of five, but he's alive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> never kill off the dog. Never, oh, never, my never. God. Exactly, yes. <laughs> Even when it wasn't real, they have to keep it off camera. They're, you can't kill the dog. No. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This has happened in some of our other shows when they do that. I'm like, what? Yeah. What? Why? <laughs> do that? I have to agree with Dave that, you know, I enjoyed it. I'm glad that that buddy was okay. I was worried. <laughs> there was a lot in this episode that, again, I was like, no, it's Eclipso. It's got to be. But it made me stop and think. It's like, wait, is it? So I was getting worried, I will tell you. So yeah, through really- a lot of it, I was worried. Yeah, it's really convincing, even for <laughs> the viewer. Yep, it sure was. Yeah, I thought this was a really interesting episode, seeing that Pat got attacked, Barbara got attacked, <laughs> Mike got attacked, but no Courtney. Hmm. Hmm. And there was some other interesting twists that had me scratching my head, like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> we'll get into it. All right. Well, brief recap, episode nine of Summer School, chapter nine. Okay, as Eclipso takes aim at the Whitmore Duggan house, Pat is reminded of painful memories from his past involving the original JSA and their fight to take down Eclipso. Meanwhile, Mike is forced to confront the guilt he feels for his role in Icicle's death, and Barbara comes face-to-face with someone from her past. Finally, Courtney struggles to hold on to hope after Eclipso targets those around her. Yeah, that's, I think, understatement the way it ended. Yeah. Creepy kid laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start at the beginning, though, shall we? We kick off the episode with Bruce Gordon, the explorer who found Eclipso, and he is distressed at home over what he has unleashed by bringing the diamond back to the state, as it's already led to many deaths. I loved how it was kind of vague there, by the way. Yeah. It just said, my friends. It's like, yeah. Hmm. Eclipso says none of those lives mattered and that Bruce owes him. Wow. Sounds like Cindy right there. Yep. Yeah. He also proposes that he can get Bruce the love of his life back. You know, the only thing standing in the way is this other man that she's married to. And that he'll do all the dirty work if Bruce lets Eclipse possess him. Now, he had just kept saying, put the gun down. So what, he couldn't force him to put the gun down? Like, he forced himself, like, to take over Cindy. But did he need permission first? That's what I was kind of questioning. Yeah, it sounded like a willpower thing. Right. Will to me, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Because, yeah, Calypso was really pressing that point of dropping the gun because all Bruce had to do was use it on himself and Eclipso's back in the diamond and is stuck again. I would trust Eclipso as much as I would trust Eric Killmonger with uh, Infinity Stones. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, Bruce gives in and it makes Uh. me wonder how bad it happened after. And I still cannot get the feel of what freaking year this is supposed to be like the clothing and just the way everything played out in this episode i'm like how long ago was this supposed to be yeah he seems like a uh, back in the 50s but then that made zero sense when we see pat later on yeah they struggled with that timeline before that was definitely like raiders of the lost ark 30s right feel (laughs) yeah it's like it was weird I'm glad I'm not the only one that was like, okay, when are we? Not just where. Yeah, because the original GSA is that old. Right. Yeah, it is. But if I remember right, it said decades ago. So, yeah, yeah it could be 30s to 50s. Which <laughs> Can you guys refresh? How the heck old is Pat? Yeah, well, I know. no. I know, this, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, this flashback with Bruce could have been 30s to 50s and Eclipse. Oh, yeah, because we don't see Is much Bruce. later. Right. Yeah, okay. How did Eclipso get in back in the in the box in the storage room? Somebody had it. Who had it? Well, Uh, one of the JSA that killed Bruce had to have put the dot, you know, got a hold of the diamond and put it in storage. Wasn't it part of the the magician guy ended up? Yeah, yeah, the magician part of his effect. Right. I don't know how he got a hold of it. They haven't explained that part yet. There was a struggle in a storage room somewhere that (laughs) ISA snatched it out of the JSA storeroom. You know, they just use like a big rentable space, apparently. Yeah. (laughs) Not like they have their own secret area. They were looking for the Raiders of the Lost Ark crate and they found that instead. Yeah. It's a used store. It's like, okay, (laughs) 20 bucks a month. Well, we head back to the present. Where a terrible storm is blowing in and everyone needs to hunker down. Courtney is more so worried about her friends as Eclipso has attacked all of them in some way and only Beth is willing to continue this fight with her. While Pat is not happy to hear that Courtney wants to stop waiting around, she refuses to let Eclipso torment her friends anymore. Maybe that's why she wasn't, like, attacked, because... Like, it was the whole willpower thing with Beth. Maybe Courtney being stubborn and impatient, if she's actually uh, able to fight off Eclipso without realizing it. That was a little jaw-dropping for me. The underpowered staff right. and the, the one person without any powers. Yes. So, I'm like, good grief, and they're going to go out and take on Eclipso. And what floored me was Pat just kind of sat there and didn't really say a word. He's like, Okay, do whatever you want. Okay, other times he's like wagging his finger and saying, right. you got to listen to me and do this. And then he just gives up. Yeah. <laughs> See, I up. was thinking it was the presence of Eclipso and the fact that Courtney, it started to play on his worst fear by saying, you don't even know how the original GSA beat Eclipso. And that's why he, he was kind of shutting down. It could be. Yeah, that they, was my thought. Yeah, Eclipso could have already been... Starting to get into his head. Of course, later on, she calls Beth and they discuss how to get rid of Eclipso, which they have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just going to go out there. Let's yeah. go. Let's go find him. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> figure it out when we get right there. Right around. Uh, yeah, right around. 
<laughs> in the Bethmobile. Pop up, it's fine. Well, they couldn't ride around on the cosmic staff. They'd have to get to the Bethmobile and ride yes. around town. <laughs> yeah, because they couldn't even take Stripe out since I'm guessing he's still in pieces. Uh, yeah, they're making progress on Stripe. Yep, getting back together. Don't know if they've got all the wiring done, though. Where's Waldo? Yeah. <laughs> all right. As, as Pat's in the basement going through some old JSA files, this cues a flashback of a funeral. <laughs> I looked at that and I giggled because he's going through paper files, but I think pretty sure Beth has access to the files through the empowered glasses, right? Some type hey. of digital version? Right. I thought it should be. Classified. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is the super classified. Right. <laughs> the ones Beth couldn't get to, but now you I can't just... hack paper. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Maybe they'll explain it. Maybe they won't. Okay. This flashback goes to when the JSA buried Dr. Midnight's daughter, and they're now just trying to figure out the best plan of attack. Even Jay Garrick's The Flash is here to help the flashback soon in, but Pat sees the cop in the living room, implying is another illusion from Eclipse. So nothing creepier. Oh, and no. a child's cop, I'm like, oh, man, can you get any sadder? Right. Oh, my and it gosh. starts to open, and you just go, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> I was say it's like, oh, my gosh. I'm still trying to figure out how he cut himself on a rose that had no thorns. But Oh, I yeah. saw that. Self-inflicted. I said, well, that's self-inflicted, plus there's no thorn. He goes to another flashback, revealing a conversation he had with Starman about how to tackle Eclipso, and the two see the shade. And since he's not attacking him, Starman thinks it's okay to approach him. Yeah, sure. Later, Sylvester shares that the Shade told him that the only way to get rid of Eclipso was to kill the host, Bruce Gordon. Bruce dies, Eclipso is forced back into the Black Diamond, and as Lowen Nova touches again, Eclipso is powerless. Both are disturbed by this, as the one rule of JSA is do not take a life. Sylvester vows to find another way. Alternate Sylvester? Yeah. <laughs> one that, I don't know, I, I told you guys off mic that I thought uh, the Shade sent a copy, or of uh, Sylvester back to this world to kill, and it's not the real Sylvester, and the real Sylvester is one where that's looking for everybody now. Stripesy. I mean, I, I actually thought he was from, an. I, my original theory is from another dimension. Whatever. Right. Well, you know what? And that it, does that does track, Dave, because you said it, because the shade gives him just enough so he can tell the truth, like the shade was afraid of him, this is the only way he could die, but the shade knows he wasn't powerful enough, mm-hmm. and so he sends, like, this alternate yeah, that actually really tracked. I wonder how that's going to play out. Or it was the shade appearing to be Starman. Hmm. Wait, can he change know. his appearance? Can he do that? <laughs> I don't see why not. <laughs> I didn't know if that was something I don't remember happening. That's why I was asking. Yeah, we that. haven't seen it before, that's for sure. But oh, okay. it wouldn't surprise. I mean, you're in the shadow realm. Well, so. I thought the, oh. I thought the, dead, the, the, uh, the one that died was the bad copy. So it was okay for him to die. <laughs> that that makes more sense. Meanwhile, Mike begins to feel oddly cold around the house. Oh, so they're definitely the Midwest. Got it. Eventually running into Icicle son Cameron. And I was like, oh, Cameron's coming to visit. All right. At least he had a kind of explanation. Oh, I got caught in the storm. I didn't know where to go. It's like, well, okay, why are you here? But sure, why not? He asks where Courtney and Barbara are before deciding to threaten their lives. I was like, wow, we're taking a major turn. And I don't know about you guys, but at this point, I'm like, wait, is Cameron really Cameron? Right. <laughs> Have the grandparents gotten to him? And this is like everything coming out because I kind of started uh, to freak out. I'm good. It's glad to see the hunter 
Hunter is Sensoni or Sensone, who plays Cameron, can do evil in his right. acting. Yep. Pretty impressive. I think he could do evil better than being just regular <laughs> Cameron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have to agree. He he did really good bad. And mm. I'm kind of worried how that's going to play out now for the rest of the season. It's like, oh, man, he did the bad guy so well. Is he not going to be sweet, lovable Cameron anymore? But Mike had called out for help. Nobody was coming. And this is where I was starting to think, okay, this can't be real, right? Right. But then Buddy comes running and off camera, Cameron Mm -hmm. kills Buddy. And then it's basically my mind went blank because I'm like, oh, my God, he killed the dog. So, yeah, I, I didn't care at that point if he was real or not. I'm like, this version of Cameron needs to be ended is all I kept thinking. Right. I don't like the whole dog thing. Like, what is it with writers doing this to us, Steve? They've done it in several of our shows. I know. Not happy. Uh, Thankfully, it wasn't real. But Cameron was blaming Mike for his dad's death, and he wants him to go through the same pain. And he starts choking Mike. I'm like, where did that power come from? <laughs> Choke power. Yeah. Just like freeze him. Sith all of a sudden. Right. Yeah. That kind of threw me a little bit too, because usually their power is fire and cold, not choking so where did that come yeah. from <laughs> well that, uh, more proof he, that it wasn't actually cameron yeah that's where i was starting to think this this is weird or some really new powers using his ice to like choke yeah, him, he, he, he did use he, he did use his ice power to blow out the fire and right and he used an ice beam to, to kill the dog but he decides to choke mike yeah <laughs> so eclipso get your act together so obviously mike has a little bit more guilt than he thought that's yeah. how I took this when he's laying there choking and Cameron's going on about how he's unwanted by the JSA and unwanted by his mother. I'm like, whoa, whoa, that's low. It's like that can't be Cameron, right? Nope. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully, Courtney comes in just in time to, and has Mike touch the staff. So the illusion disappears. But Mike is still freaking out because when he comes to he's like, oh, my God. Watch out, Courtney. Cameron's there. And, and he's like, he had his dad's power. And I'm just thinking, well, that's true. Like, Mike's the only one who knows this, even though now he's going to come to realize it's an illusion. But damn, Mike, you were so close to breaking that news, like for real, to the group. But I don't know if that's going to come back and if maybe that's going to kind of be like a seed planted in Courtney's head. Like, well, why wouldn't Cameron have his dad's power? The other ones seem to have their power. So. Right. Maybe yeah. that that's planted and will kind of come up again. It should. Yep. <laughs> so we go over to Barbara, who ends up having to face her own illusions in the car, which is broken down and frozen over. In the back seat, she sees Jordan, who claims he loved her, but she betrayed him. I uh, was freaking out because I kept <laughs> thinking, wait, is this real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that Cameron wasn't, the odds are this isn't. Yeah, but they were kind of all going on at the same time. So right. it's like, didn't know. <laughs> so while she says this is an Eclipso, he claims the storm is actually his doing and he's for real. To rescue her is the Shade. Yay! As he appears in a shadow-like form and confirms this is Eclipso. All she needs to do is start the car and truly not believe these lies as she should be able to get home. I was never so happy to have a bad guy pop up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, remember, he's bad, not evil. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And this worked 
collapse as she rushes to her family. Is she the only one that said this is Eclipso during one of the visions? Yes. Well, huh. no, Mike said it. He's like, no, this isn't real. This is Eclipso. And then when Cameron dropped the whole something like unwanted, when, and... when did your mom leave you or something yeah. like that? <laughs> unwanted. That messed him up. Yeah. And the shade said something at the very end of this when oh, she yeah. starts rushing home. Emily again. Yep. He, he said, didn't he say something like, come home, I need Emily or something? Yeah. I something heard Emily, like but I thought he said, come home to me, I need or some, something like that. And it was like, wait, what? Yep. I think so, this is pretty almost 100% validated that Barbara is actually the Shade's daughter. Yeah. Is she from the Shadow Realm? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think so, but it might be interesting to see if she has some of his powers. Yeah. I wonder how they'll manifest. Her eyes will darken over at the the very last episode as we close and go to the credits. Oh, my God. Darken. The panel will say something stupid to her. What did you say to me? (laughs) Eyes darken. (laughs) Or we might see him in the next episode as we had the, after the ending we had in this episode. (laughs) I yeah. thought I'd seen a preview of somebody's eyes darkening, but I didn't catch the face, really. Right, so you didn't right. That's right. I'm surprised Mike and Barbara didn't hug it out when she got home. That would be a huge relief. Right. I'm home. <laughs> They're just, like, talking it out. Okay. So anyway, Pat is the only one left, stuck in his memories. This time he remembers how the JSA had to vote over whether to kill Eclipso's host, Starman, Flash, Wildcat, and our man. Go to Pat later, having hit a dead end. They take a vote. And whether to kill Bruce and defeat Eclipso, many of the JSA members are exhausted, having lost Freelancer, the Spectre, Dr. Fate, and the Hawks to Eclipso already. Yeah, right. Pat feels strongly that the JSA, did they lose him? Or they just couldn't defeat him? I thought the Spectre and Dr. Fate couldn't defeat him, but I don't know if right. they had, eh. Yeah, I, think another... I don't even remember. What do we have in regards to Freelancer and Spectre? Like, is somebody supposed to take over their mantle? I'm no. sorry, I don't know why this was bugging me when they said that. Yeah, we haven't seen any uh, any costumes or artifacts. I mean, we've from... seen Fate, Doctor right. Fate. Yeah, right. But I'm like freelancer. Who the hell's that? <laughs> I, Literally, we... somebody who freelances for like good guys. In in that group portrait in the old hall or the hall we get to see anyway, there was no Hawks or Spectre in that group picture, was there? Right. No, I don't think so. That I thought nice. there was. Really? I thought the Hawks were in there. Can't remember. Darn it. <laughs> Fat feels strongly that the JSA should not be part of killing Bruce, and Flash agrees with him. Good old Flash. But Sylvester makes the deciding vote to kill Bruce. Bad old Sylvester. Yeah. <laughs> While Flash re- refuses to participate, Sylvester tells Pat he needs him. Before he gets lost in his memory, Courtney frees him as she, as she did Mike. Yeah, it's a good thing she finally shows up in some of these <laughs> visions. I but, was uh, wondering, because the whole thing with Pat, like, it was, like, really amping up. So if he like was still in the vision and got shot would he have been dead you know like that old that old wives tale if you die in your dream you die in real life would it be that way creepy yeah (laughs) anything's possible on this show i'm afraid apparently it's it's like uh, it's like what if all of a sudden yeah (laughs) and i don't know about you guys but i was like mad with this whole scene happening and how they were treating pat it's like, wow, the JSA, at least those that were there, were real jackasses. Right. With he the exception really of Flash. Yeah. I he, mean, he was not. Yeah, he was really, I mean, he wasn't part of the JSA. He was Sylvester's sidekick. 
<laughs> so did he go on solo missions with uh, Starman and outside the JSA? <laughs> it would surprise me. It looks like Starman wasn't driving anywhere. That's right. Yeah, they just yeah. keep him in a cellar as the mechanic. That's kind of dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Wildcat's like, you don't get a vote. Then why'd you all come down here? Yeah, right. I know. It's the first thing you say to him. And, and that's like, what you're <laughs> just the mechanic. And I was like, oh my God. And you're just a failed boxer at this point. Okay. So <laughs> what do you want? Pat should have looked at him and said, shut up, pussy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't ever call me that. <laughs> I just couldn't believe like the way the whole back and forth was going there. And I do want to say though, I was very happy that the Flash was one of the guys that they yeah. pulled a thread from some of the other. Arrowverse. Actually, he was in the other Flash, and was he an Arrowverse? Yep. Yeah, the whole. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you actually see some of it. it's like, oh, okay, finally pull a thread together. Like we get that in Marvel, but we haven't gotten that so much in DC. So I'm glad we actually had a thread pulled together. I was going to say, John Wesley's ship has made an entire second career. Yes. <laughs> the original Flash. Good for you. But I was worried about him and everyone else and Pat, and then it just kind of got worse. But not in a bad way. I don't know. That doesn't make sense. But the truth had to come out. And I think it was haunting Pat so much that he realized, yeah, I've got to tell Courtney. And so he finally did. The JSA did not kill the host, but Starman actually did it and everything kind of fell apart i mean yes he's part of the jsa but you know what i mean and i thought for a second when we got joel McHale come back out as starman and he's like you're right jsa doesn't kill and i'm like oh he didn't do it and then you see the couple drops of blood like oh gosh what did you do did you explode him or something (laughs) (laughs) he cut him with a uh a rose (laughs) ah that makes so much sense but we get Eclipso back in the diamond because it was all done. But doing this finally broke the JSA and they were never the same. And they didn't have a final meeting and decide to break up. They just drifted apart. And it wasn't until the ISA got back together and were quite strong that they even came back together to try to defeat them. But they were not the same heroes. Courtney was furious. <laughs> Understatement. Yes, she Face was so palm. Yeah. Face palm. Come on, Courtney. Every one of you has kept a secret after saying you're not keeping any secrets. Every single one of them. Yep. Yes. But with her yelling, you said we wouldn't have secrets anymore. You've been lying to me for a week. And what is mom going to think? Oh, yeah. And it's like, uh, she knows. It's like, what? I thought her face was great because it was just like, what? <laughs> not sure that was Pat secret to tell no i no. don't think so <laughs> but we get to see the huge family fight now we don't see mike up there with that though yeah he was there was he i didn't see mike i yeah. must like looked away when they had him on screen but you see eclipso creepy kid eclipso outside who is basically <laughs> waiting for this fight and then as it fades to black you get that creepy giggle it's like oh god stop <laughs> His big deal, uh, Eclipso's big deal is to split people apart. Oh, absolutely. For some reason. Yep. They're stronger together than they are apart. So it makes sense that if you can split them apart, it's a lot easier to take them out one by one. I want to know what's going on because we at least seen Rick, well, in jail. Because you had a flash of him. But we still have not seen Yolanda. We didn't get Beth. We just heard about her this time. Yeah. Yeah. Strange. But it's like, why aren't we seeing Yolanda? I don't know, assuming that she's praying away the PTSD at this point. But it's like, 
we're not getting her. I wonder if there was actually something that happened. They had to kind of write her out for a little bit. She's stuck in that confessional booth. Oh, feedback. There's someone that's got feedback. <laughs> the pod dog is very bad that he she hasn't seen Hellcat, apparently. Right. <laughs> well, we, we discussed previews at all? No. Because there is, yeah, we don't. There is someone coming back. If we don't discuss them, we don't have to. Right. Yes. Looks like we're finally getting someone back next week, but that's all I'll say then. Yeah. Yeah, Finally. Yeah. How are you going to drop that little bomb on one episode at half of one episode and then be gone? Yeah. And I want to know how they figured out where they were. Oh, yeah. I know where she's at. No, you don't. We tracked her the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I hope we get to see your brother. I think we're talking about her. We know who her is. <laughs> yes, I think so. I don't think anybody that's listening to this doesn't know who her is. <laughs> yes. She's one of the Infinity Stones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we'd love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season. Our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m. Eastern every Friday during the season. You can send your feedback via email or audio to contact us at fangirlzone.com. Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast. With good ratings and reviews, it helps other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends, and we hope you're enjoying our podcast. And don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcasts. Where you can find them all on www.fangirlzone.com and everywhere you're finding your podcast. So for this episode of the Star Power Podcast, I'm Steve. I need Emily. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And why am I wearing a coat in July? Well, it's chilly in that town. And this is Cosmic Staff Day. And you know what? I heard an ad on sports radio about curing your underpowered staff. They should try it. <laughs>